Hey, everybody. Welcome again to another episode of the XO Podcast. I'm so glad you're listening. I don't know if you're listening in your car or you're listening maybe at the gym or in the shower. I actually have a Bluetooth speaker in my bathroom and I listen to the shower sometimes. So it's okay if you're listening to this in your shower. So glad you're joining us again for another episode. We've got a great one for you. It really is fantastic. And I wanted to tell you that, you know, we just got back from Minneapolis. XO has been doing so many great things this year. We've been all around the country doing conferences, and we really are just trying to reach as many couples as we can with the good news about marriage. And if you don't know me, I'm the host of this podcast. My name is Brent Evans. I'm the president of Marriage Today and the founder of XO Marriage. And 25 years ago, my father, Jimmy Evans, started this ministry of Marriage Today, and he started with a vision to reach couples through television and through mass media to help them enrich their relationships and help them build stronger marriages. So wherever you are on your marriage journey, whether you're just starting off or maybe you're in a little bit of a tough spot in your relationship, we want you to get better. We want you to get stronger. And that's what this podcast is all about. And so today we have an awesome guest. We have two people on the podcast today that I interviewed at one of our EXO conferences, Montel and Kristen Jordan. But first, I want to talk about giveaways because we love to bless people. Every time we do this podcast, we want to give something away, but we also, we give to get. Uh, we want you to uh, receive an XO Now subscription, but we want you to, to, in order to qualify for the giveaway, we want you to give a review. So we want people to engage with the podcast. Tell us what you love, ask questions, uh, give us some ideas out there of what you're interested in, maybe what you're going through, maybe some things, some challenges you're facing, or maybe some testimonies of some things that have happened because of XO or because of the ministry of marriage today. So what you need to do, wherever you get your podcast, if you get it from Apple, iTunes, wherever you get it, go on there and leave us a review. Some of you may be listening to this on YouTube, and that's fine as well. We love to see those. We love to hear from you. And so please give an honest review, and uh, we will pull from that every single podcast episode. We'll pull a review, and we'll bless that person with an XO Now subscription. That's a one-year subscription to our best content. This is a subscription platform called XO Now. You can go to xomarriage.com forward slash now to check it out. But we will give that away at the end of this podcast. So be listening for that. But first, we're going to dive in with Montel and Kristen Jordan. Uh, again, they're a great couple. I, I say Montel Jordan, and that might not ring a bell, but this is how we do it. The song from the 90s. If you don't know that song, you were living in a cave in the 90s because that is the most popular song ever, it seems like, when you're, when you're talking about hip-hop songs that have lasted for so long. And uh, Montel's become a friend. I love him. And I was texting him because I started hearing that song even up till this year, everywhere I went. I would get into a rental car. That song would be on the radio. I'd go to Nordstrom's. It'd be playing on, on the speakers. And it's just one of those songs that has lasted for so long because, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those things that has dialed into the culture. And when you hear this is how we do it, you just want to dance. And so God really used that song for him to launch his ministry. They have gotten involved now. Uh, Chris and his wife was his manager back in the 90s. They've gotten involved now with their church in the Atlanta area called Victory World Church. He's a pastor on staff there. Such a great couple. So I want you to listen to this interview. And also, just a little spoiler teaser, uh, Montel died on social media. So we talk about that as well a little bit. So let's listen into my conversation with Montel and Kristen Jordan. Hey, everyone. We're live in San Diego. It's beautiful here. Uh, we've had a great day uh, at the conference, the EXO conference at Miles McPherson's church, the Rock Church. I've got a special couple with me, though. They just got off the EXO stage. They're here with me for the EXO podcast. Montel and Kristen Jordan, welcome, guys. 
Good Thank to be you. back, man. How you doing? We're here. We're so glad to be here. I feel like I wish I saw you more than just at Expo conferences because y'all are such a great couple. And every time I'm with you, I feel better. I feel like a better person when I'm with you. Oh, we feel the same way about you. That's the Holy Spirit <laughs> speaking to you. Yeah, <laughs> I'm joking. I didn't give a compliment to get one, but I want. it feels really good. <laughs> so today we're going to learn more about you guys, both of you. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to talk about your session later on. It was phenomenal. Uh, y'all gave a great talk. But, you know, I know you are both working together. You traveled together. You're pastors at the church in Atlanta. Uh, so talk about who you are right now in the season of life. Who are the Jordans? What does life look like for you on a daily basis? And you could come up on 25 years of marriage. Talk about your marriage as well. Mm. You want to start, babe? Go ahead. Um, we are uh, first son and daughter uh, to God. We're very heavy into uh, devotions this year, uh, kicking off our day. Uh, the right way with prayer and and being in the Word of God and recognizing that before we're husband and wife, that we're sons and daughters. Mm. Um, And then we move from that into trying to be very intentional about being husband and wife. Um, And then after that, we're very intentional about being good parents uh, to our kids and to our grandkid. Uh, After all of those things, uh, then we start to looking into what God is trying to do, not internally, but then externally uh, through the church, through worship, through uh, mentorship through uh, marriage, biblical guidance and counseling and things like that. So really it's been about priorities for us this year, prioritizing uh, who God has called us to be uh, and then being able to figure out what he's called us to do. Mm. Uh, a lot of times we do a lot of doing uh, without being. And I think sometimes God is saying, I just need you to be who I created you to be. And when you can be that person, then you can go a little further and do what I've what I've called you to mm. do. Mm-hmm. So that's something that we've been working on recently. And I think he really got more into his devotionals a lot this year because I told him he looks sexier when he does his devotionals. She told me that. She told me that. (laughs) So now he reads more, and it's fantastic. (laughs) And really what it is. Trying to keep a happy home, man. (laughs) Quiet times lead into sexy times, right? Listen, this is how this goes. Um, But honestly, it's his proximity to Jesus, the more he reflects the light of Jesus. And um, it helps him to be a better man and a better husband and a better father. And it shows. And although we joke and we kid about that, really, it it makes all the world a difference. And it sets the tone and the temperature for our home to always be a peaceful place, to always have God's inhabitants and to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, and it changes the dynamic of our relationship in our home and our family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're such a unique couple in, in traveling and working together and everything you do, pastor and minister together, you're on stage together. You know, I, I know that you are an example for so many couples out there, but but how do you define yourself? I mean, are you pastors first? Are you entertainers first? Are you you know, parents first. I mean, what, what drives you every day? What's your what's your mission field? For me, I think uh, learning to be exactly what God created us to be. And for me, I I have to learn value and worth from the Father, and honestly, learning how to be um, the best wife I can be. To me, that's my first job, my first ministry. Mm-hmm. As much as I love speaking, and I love speaking alongside my husband, and as love as I love mentoring and worshiping and doing all the things that we have the opportunity to do for church, my first ministry is my husband. My mm-hmm. first ministry is our marriage, because he is what lasts. And ultimately, when I get before the Lord, that's what he's going to ask me about. He's 
not going to ask me um, how many records I sold or what I did. He's going to ask me, how did you treat my son? And how did you treat the beautiful children that I gave you? Mm-hmm. Those are going to be his first questions. Yes, he's going to hold me responsible for the ministry and the gifts and the talents that he's given me and the things he's given for me to do. But ultimately, he wants to know how I did with the first things he gave me. That's and good. he's a God of order. So he wants to make sure that we put ourselves in order and put the right emphasis on the right things. Does your marriage ever feel like a business? It used to. Used to. It used to. A lot, actually. Um, Probably the first seven years of our marriage was like that. Mm -hmm. Um, But now, no. That was because we put business first. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so because business was first, we saw everything through that lens. And now I think part of the change in what you just said there, the words you use, uh, babe, when you talk about a father, you know, our father and, and doing those different things is that uh, before I had to learn that before she's my wife, she's God's daughter. And before uh, I'm her husband, I'm God's son. Mm-hmm. And so we have to start seeing each other through that lens first, because when we can, when I see her as God sees her as a daughter first, before she's my wife, I watch how I speak to God's daughter. And I wouldn't speak to my wife the way I would speak to her if I'm understanding that she is God's daughter. A Mm -hmm. lot of our wives would not speak to their husbands the way they do if they realize before this is my husband, this is God's son. And so I think we've really kind of settled into daughter, daughtership and sonship this year, uh, moving into then what God wants to to be able to do with us uh, in the other different areas of of ministry. So it was a business the first seven years, uh, but um, God basically allowed that business to go bankrupt, took it over, hostile, hostile takeover of that organization and restructured the whole thing. So Absolutely. But it made so much sense because God broke down what was broken mm. and now mm-hmm. he built us back up and he put us back together in such a way that he took our broken pieces and made them into this beautiful mosaic mm-hmm. and I get to do life beside my best friend and now I know how to be his best friend and I know what he thinks and I know what he's thinking before he thinks it. Mm-hmm. You know um, what I'm thinking right now. Get around. Hey, can I, can I say this just really, really quickly? Uh, and this is, this is good because with as much as we love what God allows us to do, um, our greatest joys, our greatest things that we that we get to do are being husband and wife, not being husband and wife, the speaker or husband and wife, the people that travel, just being husband and wife, just being. We get to do ministry. We get to do EXO. We get to do marriage masterpiece. That's what we get to do. But what we get to be is just get to be husband and wife. We get mm-hmm. to be parents to some amazing kids. We get to be a grandparent to amazing grandkid. We get to do those things. Uh, and when we're able to focus on what we get to do as opposed to what we have to do, uh, then it just makes the dynamic uh, a little different of what we prioritize. It's genetically how un- unfair, how amazingly cute our grandson is. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> not, not. So last time we talked, you had a brand new book out, This Is mm-hmm. How We Do It, Making Your Marriage a Masterpiece. Uh, what's been going on since the book? Uh, what does marriage ministry look like for the two of you? Or I know you're speaking this weekend for Miles, uh, mm-hmm. probably on marriage, I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm guessing. Correct. So talk about the book, talk about your ministry. Well, we put together an eight-week devotional. Um, and so that's one of the things that we've been implementing at our church, as well as many churches all around the country, mm-hmm. of being able to do these eight-week sessions. And they're basically intensives so that people can dive in. It starts off kind of soft and warm and fuzzy, and then it gets into some real deep uh, issues so that you can bring the things that are broken or the things that are laying under the surface mm-hmm. to light so mm-hmm. that you
you can dig up and mine up some of those things that you've kind of let hide and uh, distort your view yeah. of life and your wife or your spouse. Um, and it is absolutely changing and revolutionary. It's been an absolute help to our ministry. Um, and it's something that we are super passionate about yeah. because we see the changes and we get the testimonies of the people. It was cool because we were able to take the marriage book and the 16 chapters, break it into these two chapters a week, which gave us the eight weeks where we put together video sessions and then put together this uh, nice package. I don't know what we even call it, the bundle, yes. uh, where people get the book and they get the, the DVDs and the entire package to take them through eight weeks of basically enhancing uh, their marriage. And so... And we did an app. That's the other thing. Uh, we did an yeah. app uh, for the devotionals um, so that each day they can follow along with it and get an inspirational um, message about days, God. Yeah, yeah. To cover awesome. the eight weeks. Yeah. Yeah, so good. So my wife and I just celebrated 21 years of marriage. And last mm-hmm. weekend, yeah. we were at a hotel, no kids, right? And whatever you do these days, I don't know, but we like to just stay in our robes, do nothing. Yes. Watched a movie on our What's high- a robe? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I kid, I kid. Uh, and so we're sitting there watching uh, Creed Two, right? Yeah. Uh, great movie. Cre- great movie. And uh, it was made for for me. Like, like, yes. It's because mm-hmm. it's... The comeback kid. If you would have told me... When I was watching Rocky Four, yeah. so many years later, Apollo Dead Creed's son would be fighting Drago's son. Drago son yeah. I couldn't wait. They're doing the same thing with Cobra Kai, you know, they bring back the Karate Kid. But I bring that all into another thing that I love is the 90s tour that y'all are doing. Mm-hmm. And also, you're invited to do these events now, bringing back some of the uh, the, the previous, you know, all-stars of the, of the music scene. And they're still mm-hmm. great. Uh, you mentioned MC Hammer may be coming on a new tour, too. Mm-hmm. And so talk about that life a little bit, because y'all have an awesome opportunity to preach to people who are not expecting to get preached at, yeah. uh, but it's such a relevant uh, opportunity as well. Yeah, well, that that's one of the greatest things that God, uh, when going into ministry uh, in 2011, uh, laying down music ministry, you know, thinking— it, it had to die. God wasn't going to kill it. He made me sacrifice it. Both of us, our careers. Had to burn that plow. And yeah, we had to burn burn that. Uh, realizing that uh, there was no ram in the bush, but God is the only one who resurrects. Mm. Uh, and so the music career, several years later, uh, he's allowed that to uh, to be resurrected and allowed me to go out on the road uh, to travel with my wife to join the I Love the 90s tour or Throwback to the 90s or Hammer, Hammer's House Party uh, to be, you know, a performer uh, on these large stages and stadiums across uh, America and sometimes outside of the country like Australia and stuff like that. Uh, during those times, we normally get about 15 minutes. And during that time, the promoters have allowed me to to be able to share my faith. And, and during the midst of a show, I'm giving them nostalgia of the songs that they were familiar with. Uh, some of the songs I, I don't do anymore, I explain why I don't do those songs anymore. Uh, but ultimately, I lead them to a moment uh, in the midst of the show where I'm basically saying, hey, I know I've been saying that I'm a pastor, we've been joking, but I'm a born-again believer in Jesus Christ. He changed my life. Uh, and maybe you're not involved in a church or have a relationship with God. You would never go to a church. And I'm simply here to tell you uh, that God loves you and he misses you. And whether you would come to a church or not, he would send the church to you here at a concert wow. with your beer and your weed smoke and whatever. But God loves you enough that he would come to meet you here. And so it's been super profound. I get a chance to, uh, with my wife, to minister to people in that way. And also to minister to the artists who are out there who've been on tour for many, yeah. many years and to talk uh 
uh, Christ with them, uh, TLC, Salt and Pepper, uh, all Kid of these folks are, are amazing. And a lot of them have been on the road for lots of years and, and don't necessarily have a a pastor per se that's out there. I become almost like the uh, the the pastor we just met. That's the chaplain. I become like the on the road chaplain for uh, for, for a recording so. artist. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's pretty cool. Yeah, in the Osborne show back in the day, you got to see what Ozzy Osbourne was like. You know, behind the scenes, a lot of these people are family yeah. people. They're 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 normal. They're living a normal life, but they get on stage and they obviously have to turn, turn into on. that person uh, that they once were. The interesting part is to be able to say, you know, I mean, we made these records when we were kids, right? Mm-hmm. So the things that we would say then, we would definitely what? never say when we have our own kids. But it's like, oh man, and you know, a lot of times they're turning those personalities on, but they hate it. They don't like it. Um, but they see another light in us, and they want to know, like, how can I make things different? How can I be different? So, are it's you, interesting. Are you familiar with the 2002 internet hoax that went around that you had died? Yeah. What was that about? <laughs> that was, uh, I got, I died on Twitter. Somebody yes. told me, I was, I was playing football with my son. We pulled up into a, a park. I uh, left my phone in the car, went out and played catch with my son for about an hour, and during that time, Twitter killed me. They said that I died in a downtown Atlanta condo or something like that. And by the time I got back to my car, literally my phone was almost on fire, like vibrating. Uh, go ahead. Yeah, like the PR lady called me and said, where's Montel? I was like, at the park with Skylar. And she goes, are you, are you sure? sure? I'm like, I think so. And so then I start blowing up his phone because I'm like, hey, Everybody. so where are you? My mom. Like, yeah. Dad. For like 30 minutes, like the panic of God is, and it's on CNN, the whole, I'm like, oh, Was it really? Yes. Well, it, it, I'm not familiar with the CNN, yeah. but the, the feed it. was mm-hmm. somebody yeah, the feed. did a fake mm-hmm. CNN account. And so it seemed like it was official that I died because CNN posted that Montel oh. died in his downtown condo or whatever. Which I had other so, questions about. Was it so. just a clickbait <laughs> kind of thing? Somebody just wanted to completely... Yeah. Just get yeah. some. They just want to. They just want to kill me. Yeah. But here's here's the thing. Uh, when I got back to the car, I'm there with my son in the car now, and I'm looking because I'm now scrolling through, seeing all these messages, all these messages, and I I look by mm. Twitter and I see that I'm trending. You know, the Montel Jordan has died, and what I'm reading is guy who does this is how we do it dies. This is how we do it. Singer dies. Number one record singer. This is how we do it. Dies. This is how we do it. Guy dies. And I'm literally sitting there. It's almost like being at my own funeral. I'm right. like, my funeral is. That this is how we do it, guy. That's dies. Heavy. That's, that's, heavy, that's, yeah. that's what I'm. That's what I'm worth here, and that's when I, I tell my wife and, and folks that I started living for uh, after the ellipsis, mm-hmm. and I know what that meant at the time. But the ellipsis is whenever you see something and then you see dot dot dot, meaning that there's something that's going to continue. The guy who did this is how we do it dies. Dot dot dot. Mm-hmm. But he wasn't really dead, and he becomes a pastor and helps lead millions of people to Christ, or you know. So I'm always living for after the ellipsis for what God is going to do next. Yeah, praise God. Yeah. Uh, that's a life that most people just can't really, I guess, uh, understand the pressure yeah. and the and the the ability for somebody to take your name or your story or whatever and just spread gossip or rumors. I didn't realize that was right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, true stories. Uh, okay, so we, we we had EXO conference today in San Diego. Um, your session, you you did an awesome job. I was in there for most of it, and uh, an awesome job of talking about five things that can better your marriage. And so just hit on the highlights for, for our folks. Just take a few minutes just to say, hey, this is what our heart was. This is what we delivered. And Kristen, why don't you start us off? Um, the five things we believe takes it takes a marriage to last forever. Um, the first one for us is uh, think on good things. Mm-hmm. Um, think on the things that are lovely and of good report. And I think a lot of times we have a way of complaining or talking bad about our spouse or 
thinking on the bad things of, you know, this was a bad day. Um, the truth is, is that there's so many good things that happen. Mm-hmm. I think when good things happen, we chalk it up as to as supposed to happen. And I think we need to keep our mind on the good thoughts and the good things about our spouse. Yeah. And the second thing we talked about was learning to cherish your spouse. Mm-hmm. And that's simply, we, we all say vows. And most people, when they're there at the altar, they say, do you promise to love, honor, and cherish? And we love, and we do pretty good at that. We honor, we do okay with that, but most people don't know what cherishing is. Mm -hmm. And cherishing is simply delighting in loving our spouse. In other words, love is the requirement. Uh, Cherish is the enjoyment that comes from loving our spouse. And so we just kind of got to to lean into that a little bit to get people to understand that there is a delight, there's a passion that comes along with loving. Loving is the obligation that God tells you, you must do that. Cherishing is the part that we get to enjoy doing Mm -hmm. that love. Absolutely. And then honor and respect, that it's key component to your marriage. We have to learn how to honor and respect our spouse. It's actually a man's core needs come from being honored and respected. Mm-hmm. And let me just say just really quickly on that, because I, I love the idea that when it comes to honor and respect, uh, that uh, husbands are called by God to love their wives uh, and wives are called by God to respect their husbands. I think we said during the message uh, that a husband will stay in a marriage even if he's not loved as long as he feels respected. And a wife will stay in a marriage even if she is disrespected because she feels loved. And it's the weirdest, wildest Why thing. Why won't you leave him? Because I love because he, he loves, loves me. me. You know. You and, hear it all the time and it's crazy. They will endure crazy things mm-hmm. because they feel loved in a toy. So true. Yeah. And the fourth thing we talked about was taking divorce off the table. Uh, we use some uh, illustrations that are, are simply that as long as a divorce is an option that's on the table, everybody has access to You have to, to know that it. I was in the audience and you have to know that the audience goes <gasps> And then they start clapping because that is a powerful illustration whenever you go, all you have to do is take divorce off the table. And it's just this moment where people are like, yes, that's what we have to do. We have to take it off the table. If divorce is an option, you got too many options. Mm -hmm. It's simply that. That's exactly, that was the turnaround for us of Mm -hmm. that, you know what, we have no other option. The only option is how do we go from here? That's it. Mm -hmm. And then the fifth one that we shared uh, was basically having a vision. Uh, for your marriage. We get that from uh, from your lineage, from your, your family DNA. We went away and did a vision retreat uh, that your dad taught, and God allowed us to see the vision for our marriage. Without a vision, people perish, and a lot of people are in a marriage, and they don't know why they're staying together. They don't know what the goal is. They don't know what what is a successful marriage because they haven't mapped out, this is what we consider success, you know? And so from that standpoint, having a vision was super imperative for us. I think the irony is, is that you would never work for a company that didn't have a vision. You would mm-hmm. be like, yeah, I'm not, not doing that. That's mm-hmm. ridiculous. They don't have even a, a plan. But or you, you wouldn't work for them for long. You wouldn't try to make a career out of it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But in a marriage, most people don't have a vision. And it's the most important union and relationship you have this side of heaven. Why wouldn't you have a vision? Mm-hmm. That's the most important thing as far as I'm concerned in mm-hmm. your marriage. I, I totally agree. I wish more couples would just take the time, set aside the time to think about the future. Yeah. Just even the next six months or next year, yeah. like, what are we going to do? It's simple things like budgets and travel and yeah. kids and yeah. all those sorts of things become easier if you talk through them and have a vision for them. Okay, guys, so if anybody wants to get the book, is it Amazon? It's Amazon, and you can also get it at montelandkristen.com. Montel Montel Two L's. Montel and Kristen, K-R-I-S-T-I-N. Yeah. yeah. 
Perfect. And when this uh, when this launches this podcast episode, uh, I'm sure y'all will be back in Atlanta. So uh, if somebody wants to come see you on the weekends, uh, just come to the church, talk about Victory Church there. Yeah, we're at Victory World Church in Norcross, Georgia. Uh, you can see us online and stream at victoryatl.com. Uh, and we also post things uh, at montelandkristen.com, different things that we have an opportunity to participate in. And that's mostly what we are what we are doing. Or you can catch us on the I Love the 90s tour coming to the city near you or uh, the Hammer House Party tour. And you're going to get the word no matter where you are in the church or in the concert. You come to all. Dallas it's at all? Coming. Anything in Texas? I actually believe we are. And we will let you know. Do. Because we would love to have you there. Because I, I know awesome. you're a 90s guy. So I have I got my first pair of Jordans the other day, um, and uh, wait 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 yeah in life I'm sorry well I had some in high school okay okay, okay. and so long story short the, there's a there's a gentleman that I met and he's uh, with Nike oh. and uh, he loves the ministry and uh, we were talking and I told him I wanted to get a pair of Jordans he works in the Jordan division and he said okay but if you wear them outside you're gonna ruin. Uh, our rep, you can't you can't wear my side because <laughs> I'm such a I'm a 41 year old white guy wearing Jordans. Uh, I don't know how to wear them exactly. I wear to play basketball. That's what I always think yeah. about wearing Jordans. Uh, but now it's part of the style, and so nice. I will try to get a I will try to get a cooler look because right now I'm sitting in a blazer and a. I look like I'm all business all the time. You look good. You could rock some. You could rock some. So I can't show you could actually right rock some Jordans with that. Some white on white Air yeah. Force Ones would be like. The real life. Yeah. Uh, I'll, sh- I'll shoot you some photos and you can tell me. I can, I can help you. <laughs> we'll swag you out. It'll be great. So that'd be great if, if y'all come through town in Dallas. I'd love to go see y'all. Okay, everybody out there, you're here in the Jordans. Please connect with them. They are really a couple you want to listen to in your marriage, in your life. They will impact you. Check all of their website, uh, Montel and Kristen Jordan, Victory World Church. Uh, this is the Expo Merit Podcast. We love you guys. God bless you. Bye-bye. I hope you enjoyed that interview with Montel and Kristen Jordan. And thank you so much for listening to the EXO Marriage Podcast. Hey, be sure to check out EXO Now. That's our subscription platform. Go to exomarriage.com forward slash now. And you can check out Montel and Kristen's excellent, incredible talk at EXO there. We put all of our speakers' content on there. You will find hours of marriage-enriching content on EXO Now. Again, that's exomarriage.com forward slash now. And you can get that for $9 a month. Or if you pay for a year, it's $9 a year. I promise you that's like a date night expense that you will love over and over again. So go check that out. XO Now subscription platform at xomarriage.com forward slash now. All right, everybody, it's time to give away a one-year subscription to the XO Now platform. I'm pulling a name out of the review hat, and this username is AP Marcel. The title of that review is Saving Our Marriage. And the review says, this podcast and the marriage conferences are amazing. After struggling in marriage, going to the marriage conferences, and being able to listen to the podcast in hard days, it has truly been a tool of continuous healing. Not to mention, it is just an everyday encouragement. Thank you. Hey, thank you so much for that review, and congratulations, AP Marcel. You are a winner. If you'll email us at podcast at exomarriage.com to get your subscription, that's all you have to do. Everyone else out there, please leave a review, and maybe you will win an ExoNow subscription on the next podcast. Thanks again for listening, everyone. And don't forget to check out montelandkristen.com. M-O-N-T-E-L-L-A-N-D-K-R-I-S-T-I-N.com. That's where you can check out all of their story, their books, the devotional, This Is How We Do It. And Montel just released a brand new single with Lecrae. You can find that there as well. Go check it out. You'll fall in love with this couple. I know you will. 
to dive into their resources. Thanks again, everyone, for listening. We will see you next time for the XO Marriage Podcast.